Mama. I'm Macy Pruitt. And I'm Amy Muriello. And this is Rock, Rock Me Mama. Mama. Oh, so far away from like Rock Me Mama. Y'all know what it's called. <sighs> yes. We are discussing, since I am freshly, not as fresh anymore, I'm eight weeks postpartum today. We're talking postpartum body. Just yep. maybe body changes, body images. And basically, what that's our bodies like go through what you do. Yeah, help women work on their postpartum body. Yeah, I'm a. I'm sure if you're listening, you probably know this, but I'm a um, pre and postnatal fitness trainer. So yeah, I know lots about postpartum bodies. Do you run into a lot of women that have diastasis recti? Every single woman has or recti recti every single every single woman has to some degree diastasis recti. Okay, and one, how do you two, gauge it? One anything above one and a half fingers. Okay. So two and above is considered it needs to be you need to fix it, it needs to be repaired. So and it's all repairable. Anything I think three fingers and above is typically like that's a big one. That's like surgery may have to be yeah. May have to happen. Do you have it? Um, I had, I didn't, so you're not supposed to check for it until about six weeks postpartum because okay. our body naturally does heal. Um, so immediately postpartum, you're probably going to have, I don't, I don't know how much you're going to have, but if you check at six weeks and you have anything one and a half fingers or below, that's considered normal. normal. And so you don't necessarily like have to try to heal it or close it. You can, um, but I had a lot less this time than I did with my last pregnancy. I think just because my training was more. Yeah. I don't know. It was but I did my training for motherhood prenatal program this time. And so I think that my body had just, I just had prepared myself better yeah. for it. And I knew what to do more so than I did last time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, every single woman, literally 100% of women by week 36 of pregnancy will have ab separation which yeah. is diastasis recti yeah and i it, definitely feel like i had it yeah little, and i still feel i still feel some separation yeah. right here not significant like large mm -hmm. but i definitely feel it and i definitely see it when i'm doing if i'm doing a plank i can mm -hmm. see it co coming coming yeah. a little bit yeah so you have it up like upper on top but i've always yeah. had some weird I feel well, like it's got worse, but I always kind of had what's something. What's crazy at my core, and this is not about, we won't keep it on this topic too long, but my core. This shit was, is interesting. I it think. is interesting. I think women give a shit about this. Yeah, that is true. Um, my core was way stronger postpartum once it was healed, once I did all the work than it was pre-pregnancy. And it was because I took the time to like reconnect to it and learn yeah. what proper core engagement felt like yeah. versus before getting pregnant I was just it was yeah. my body you know what I mean like yeah, I yeah. didn't have to like relearn how to re reuse my core yeah and so my core was so much better after having E and I think that's what's helped this time too is I've just I've done it before I've I've already learned how to make that reconnection yeah. and so it's been this time's been a lot easier I feel like my core is already not where it was at all but it's way stronger than it was at this point yeah I e. was shocked at my lack of mental and physical connection with Mind my muscle. pelvic floor. Yeah. So it's like really I never focused on my pelvic floor. I mean, I would do Kegel exercises every blue moon just to mm -hmm. be like, oh, that's like quirky. Yeah. Um, but like I never f knew how 
intensely yeah. disconnected I it's was. It's crazy. Until after I had Farah, I had a C-section. So I did the Nancy Anderson mm-hmm. C-section program, mm-hmm. which was actually amazing. Yeah, like, she's great. And that's who I recommend a lot of C-section moms to. Well, in the beginning, you feel like, what the fuck am I doing? This is so slow. It's all breathing. Mm-hmm. And you're just feeling like that's what I want to get. Is, you're though. like I want to get in shape. I don't want to breathe, mm-hmm. but it's all breathing and all connecting. And I found it so hard to connect with, like picking up a picking up a blueberry, picking mm-hmm. up a blueberry with yeah. my vagina. Yeah, it's really hard. I couldn't feel, even though I didn't even have vaginal birth. I literally couldn't feel well. But your pelvic how floor it would be like to pick up a stretched. Yeah. That and that's what people don't understand. Like a lot of C-section moms may think that they don't need pelvic floor work too. But our pelvic floor, if you think it's like a hammock, and so you know we have our vagina and we have our butthole, and it goes. I could have said butt. Sorry, I didn't have to throw hole. Well, now in there. that we're moms, now that we're moms, it's like butthole. Like butthole. everything is kind of like the grossest it could be. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, our um, vagina and our buttocks um but it's like a hammock and so what's like even deeper than just connecting to your pelvic floor and engaging it you there's the front part of it and the back part of it so you also it you don't have to but it's great to be able to connect or to engage them separately yeah. too so i mean there it's i'm trying to do cra- that right now yeah, like, mm. <laughs> I'm, engaging, I'm engaging my moms. butthole right now <laughs> squeeze the butthole <laughs> a lot of moms morgan are you engaging your butthole <laughs> we've got to get a camera on morgan. we need a microphone on morgan um yeah she said it's engaged season three we need to yeah um, um but a lot of c-section moms think that since it what there wasn't a vaginal delivery that they don't need it but our pelvic floor back to this visual yeah is what is holding up a ton of those organs and so it stretches during pregnancy whether you have a c-section yeah or a vaginal delivery so ev- if you I was going to say if you have a vagina, men have pelvic force too. But if you have a vagina and you have given birth vaginally or in either way, either way, like it's you have chances to do are, the work. yeah, yeah, chances are you need. And if you don't do work. the work, what are the oh man? There's a lot. So a lot of women, like all of our moms, probably still pee themselves. And yeah. women in that generation just chalk it up to oh well, if you have a kid, you pee yourself. Yeah, that's not true. I mean, like it may be true that you do, but yeah. that means that. You. something's wrong with your pelvic really? floor. Really? Yeah. So like if you pee, I have friends that I'm thinking of right now that pee every time they laugh or cough or sneeze. Yeah, no, they just need to yeah. do some pelvic floor work. Yeah. Like that's, you're not supposed to do that. I gotta text my friends yeah. about that. You're yeah. not supposed to do that. Um, Painful sex is part of pelvic floor issues. Yeah. Um, So those are the main two things, incontinence and then painful intercourse to yeah. make it sound professional. Um, And then oh, there, everything is like a tight jaw, like TMJ and all of that can actually directly impact our pelvic floor as well. Really? So like a, a lot of people that have a tight... I have TMJ. Like I've always had, and I have, um, I I clench. Yes. And so it goes up and it gives that me That affects headaches. your pelvic floor. Your pelvic How? Because it's, if you're clenching without realizing you're tense, for me, I have a very over, we talked about this in season one, I have a very overactive pelvic floor, I think because I run very high speed and i don't like let myself chill very often yeah and i work out so much you're also like a freak like competitive like before e like doing all the marathons and shit and And so i think it's just it's just used and tied a lot when i feel it the most is when i'm bending over 
my sink, either like washing my face or in the kitchen, I, um, when we clench our butt cheeks, that is like an overactive pelvic floor issue as well. And I do that all the time. I have to literally like actively think like, okay, relax. It doesn't need to be engaged right now. Really? So, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just like my body's natural response. I don't know if I have that kind of awareness. Pelvic floor, it's wild. Yeah. And I wish just like we, you know, at the six week checkup that we have, first of all, there should be more than just this one six week checkup, but it should be, I think, mandatory to see a pelvic floor therapist at least yeah. once as a woman. Yeah. Because there we're not taught anything about it and you have to actively seek education or help yeah. with your pelvic floor. And we all have one. Yeah. And we should know we should know about it. Because it can saw, affect a lot. I saw a woman who this woman Ashley who, Butler who's amazing. Um and she's a massage therapist, but she also she does like she's tr- done a lot of pre and postnatal mm-hmm. training for people yeah. and she's just one of those like kind of hippie women that is in tune with all the shit that you're that you're yeah. into. My friend Claire got her to work on me um after I had Farah because I was my chronic pain I I suffer from intense chronic pain and I have since my late 20s. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it, there are years where it literally takes my over my life and it's like I can't yeah. function. You ha- you guys haven't known me it hasn't been as bad since you've known me. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a flare up but she was working on me because I was really flaring up and be and through the C-section, like around my C-section scar, she was like massaging scar tissue mm-hmm. around my C-section, around my groin mm-hmm. and around that whole pelvic, like that yeah. whole area. Yeah. And she was like breaking up scar tissue in my like groin. Yeah. And it like freed up all this like pain that I was having in my hips and my lower back. And like, it was crazy. Was she doing fascia work? Do you know? I've done, fa- I've done you myofascial have, okay. yeah. relief and stuff. She was, she does definitely does that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she does, th- um, what's the needle? Acupuncture. Not acupuncture. It's called um, dry needling. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you guys had that? No, I haven't. It's intense. Yeah. It's I've good. heard good things. But I mean, I know that when when I was finally cleared to like work out and all that stuff, all I wanted to do was get right back in shape. Yeah. And I found it to be extremely hard mentally to take as much time as mm-hmm. it took and also just hold myself back as much yeah. as I had to. Yeah. Because you really you're just not to. ready. No. Like whether no matter what kind of birth you have yeah you're just not ready to jump into working out no even if you have a very easy delivery with no tearing which to be honest that's how my delivery with why it was it was yeah. fast and furious and traumatic in that degree but i didn't tear i didn't have any um i didn't have any medication so everything everything went as naturally and as yeah. seemingly huh, smooth as, as possible um, and even with that being the case, like I still, I waited four weeks to go on a walk just cause that was personally what felt best for me. And I still didn't do a proper like workout until I started booty after baby four weeks in. And even like the first workout of booty after baby is very much just like activation, mobility and core yeah. and pelvic floor work. My, my first four weeks were literally spent 
breathing and doing mobility. So you're at week eight right now, right? So what kind of workouts are you doing now? I did my first full body workout today. So it's the first day that I've incorporated arms. I've been using weights just because I have felt much stronger this postpartum this this time around. I felt like I would be able to. Yeah. Still lightweights for sure. And I mean, I've been picking up a 25 pound toddler, you know, like, so they tell you not to lift things that are heavy, but like when you have a toddler, you don't have a choice. Um, So I felt ready for that. But this was my first like, I guess a good way to phrase it would be like a not like recovery focused workout because I just finished my core and pelvic floor restore program and then I'm on workout 10 of my booty after baby program. So both of those are recovery programs. So today was the first like, like I did chest press and like did different exercises that weren't focused on recovery and I'm eight weeks in Yeah, and this is my it's your career job. It's your job. and I still waited uh, absolutely that it's your long job. like it's I think a lot of women have to wait kind of like need to hear that because you have to wait it's but also a lot of women need to hear that it is totally normal to not get your body back 100 percent right away and or mm-hmm. if ever if ever and yeah. like I I was talking to a mom the other day who like you know I work really really hard mm-hmm. to be in shape. I mm-hmm. really, I've always had to work hard. I work, I, when she was little, I would work out at midnight if, yeah. I, if I had to, but that's me. I'm psycho. Like yeah. I really need it for my mental health. Not all women are like that and nor should they be. Yeah. And you don't have time. Like there is no time. You have to make time. Right. Out of no time. Right. And the first thing the woman said to me when I met her was, oh, you look really great. I used to look really great. I haven't, uh, you know, I feel Mm -hmm. terrible. And you could just tell that she felt terrible about herself. And she wanted to tell me, she wanted, and she was showing me pictures of herself before, before kids. And it made me feel really bad. See, that makes me sad. Because I was like, you look beautiful. Like you have kids. You have three, she had way more kids than me. And she was like, and and I run into women like that all the time that just feel terrible about themselves. And they just feel like they're just mom and right. they're nothing else. And that's like, it's, we can all understand how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. To a degree. But it's just, that how would sad. you like, if you were to talk to one of those women right now, which you do all the time, but like, what is your advice for women that feel like they don't even know where to start? And like, they don't even know how to get themselves back at all. Because that's most moms that I talk to feel that way. The biggest issue that I run into, and one thing that my my business name is Fittest Core, and it's supposed to be like a double meaning. It it doesn't literally mean your fittest like core. It's I truly believe that in order to be your fittest self on the outside, you have to be on the inside. And so, like fitness for me is it's therapy. Like it's my and that's how I want it to be for every woman. Like, I, I'm, my goal isn't to make women look good. It's to make them feel good. Like, I yeah. want to help women feel good. And so whenever I have a, a woman, specifically, I work with moms. I mean, yeah. 90, 95% of my clientele are moms. So whenever I have a mom like come to me. Like, if a dude came to you. I would say no. I, yeah, I wouldn't. You wouldn't even train them, right? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you'd be like, get out of here. No, I wouldn't. It, I wouldn't even consider. Um, so if a mom comes to me and says something like that, before I even mention anything with fitness, it's trying to reshape or like rewrite the narrative of her body and her mind. Yeah. So instead of, you know, you, well, yeah, like your body is different because you had kids. It's yeah. your body's different and it's stronger and it's more powerful and you brought life into this yeah. world. And that is absolutely incredible. Yeah. 
and your body may be different because of that, but you're not the same. Like you, yeah. you've brought three humans into this world and that's the most powerful thing that you can ever do. And you have to, even if it takes time, you have to love your body and be thankful for it yeah. for that. And so starting to like Re- help them rewrite program. that. Yeah. yeah. Because if we keep looking at our bodies as my kids did this versus like my kids did this, like yeah. I created them instead of like, this is what happened. Yeah. That's kind of where I always try to start is just making it a more positive yeah. outlook on themselves. I saw a woman today at the splash pad. I took Farah to the splash pad and she had three kids and she looked great, but she mm-hmm. wasn't fit. She, yeah. She looked, but she looked great. Yeah. And she didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And I was like, I love this. Yeah. Because I've, I've spent my whole life were so worried about the weight on the scale. Yeah. And so worried about what I look like and picking myself apart to the point where it's like, Every day. Awful. It's just been my... I've been counting calories. I mean, my mom was counting calories yeah. with me when I was 11, 11 years old. So I've been counting calories yeah. since I was a little kid and just like uh, torturing myself. And so I love when I see women that just like own it. Yeah. I, I feel like there's nothing more attractive than a woman that is like comfortable in her skin. Totally. And just the goal of the goal being to feel strong Mm -hmm. and confident versus looking a certain way. I like fitness to me should be seeking a feeling instead of an appearance. Yeah. And that's kind of where I try to, I just want every woman to feel good. Yeah. Like, and that may not mean you're your smallest weight. You're the smallest size pants. Cause you're not going to be looking, your body's not gonna be what it was in high school. Whether no. you've had kids or not, and it's some not women going to look be. much better later. And, so and true when yeah. they've had kids with like, some curves. I feel and, like they yeah. just look more beautiful. I think women look more beautiful with age. Yeah, yeah, I do. Too. I do. I mean, I see pictures of girls that in their teens and early twenties, and I'm like, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, I'm way prettier now than I was. I don't but feel yeah. like I was. I, I I think I'm more attractive mm-hmm. the older I get. Yeah. In a different way. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Things are different. I mean, after I had Vera, I definitely have noticed that my rib cage is different. It's probably flared. Like my ribs are my. I'll put things on, and I'm like, wow, that's like my back is bigger. Or something. You probably have rib flare. What the hell is rib That's flare? That's actually like a, pre- a, a pre- that happens during pregnancy. You can fix that too. What do you I do? I have it on my left side. I can help you work on it. Oh. There are specific exercises. But like there's all different kind. I mean, I didn't get a ton of, I didn't get stretch marks because I was psychotic. About the oil? Yes. That was one of the first things you asked me when I got pregnant. You were like, do you have the oil? Are you rubbing yourself yeah. down three times a day? Well, because my mom had four kids and she got a lot of stretch marks, but she had four of us. Yeah. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, it's genetic. I'm like, I don't know. I think four is different than one. Yeah. You know. For sure. But, well, and the older we get, the less collagen our skin has. Yeah, which, I was just rubbing. Literally, I would be like asleep, like rubbing my stomach with fucking cocoa butter <laughs> and oil. I would just be like, no, stretch marks. No, stretch which marks I don't know me. why I gave a shit because it's not like I wear crop tops every day. I did used to. Yeah. I don't now, but like I was so obsessed with not having stretch marks. Who cares? It's hard Who to cares? get caught up in those things, though. It's like, why do we fucking care? Yeah. You know what I because mean? Because like it doesn't matter. It's so a, meaningless. It's so meaningless, but there's such there is such a bounce back pressure, which like you're you're never gonna bounce back. There's only working with what you've got now because your body yeah. literally 
physically like your body will never be the same after having kids our organs yeah, shift be. our bones like our our literal insides shift to make room for baby yeah and a lot of women like my hips are wider than they were before having e yeah i was literally just like before having him and now i still don't have many hips but or like much weight. yeah but i mean our bodies literally shift and so it's never going to be the same no and so the whole bounce back thing is disgusting because what do you want to go back for your new body like it's it's just disgusting because like you're i don't know i i struggle so hard with social media and like wanting to remove it from my life mm -hmm. for things like this and for things like my band and whatever i get that it's necessary for your business it's necessary but like for stuff like body image, I honestly feel like it's demonic. Mm-hmm. Like their really social media is feed. really not. I would love to erase it from my life. Yeah. I think I would benefit. Yeah, I think all of us would, to be honest. Yeah, you really have to be careful. Like you have to curate your. But God, you can't even do that anymore, though, because they, they send you shit that yeah. you don't follow yeah. anyway. You can't even do that anymore. Yeah, it makes it hard, and it makes me. This is going to be a rabbit hole that we don't have to go down, but. I'm if I had a little girl I mean, we would we would from day one of her being born be speaking affirmations about her body and oh, how beautiful I mean like we it do literally we do that Farrah would be and so I talk ingrained about in how her brain beautiful she is every single yeah, day yeah you literally have to it's girl. every single day you are beautiful you are so smart yeah you are so strong well and you it know? has to, it's you have to be careful with what you say and god like i'm in Farah's life so much i have to like i don't ever want her to hear me say like Ugh, i, look I so need fat to get today, i or, need to get rid of my scale yeah or i need to put it somewhere that she doesn't see it because she sees me weigh myself you every should. single day you know how i feel about the scale though there's not been a scale in the it, Pruitt household in probably seven years it can't be healthy for her to see me weigh myself Mm-mm. And she sees the scale, like she stands on it and is like, la, la, la. like she thinks it's funny, but I do not want her to have the sickness that my mother gave me. Mm-mm. I don't want her to have it. Yeah. Because it's going to plague her. Yeah. I want her to be healthy, you know? Well, and you're I want teaching her, her to- that food is like, p- girls need to know that f- food is fuel. It, don't view it as calories. Yeah. Food, it's fuel to literally help us function and live. And just creating a healthy relationship around that. Now, I grew up in an Italian yeah. household where we just eat. We eat for pleasure and joy. And yeah. We eat for celebration. And we associate food with, I mean, my husband and I do too. We just, we'll make like a charcuterie plate for ourselves and drink yeah. wine and just watch TV. That's great though. And that's like what we... But it's not fuel. It's simply joy. But that's but that's happiness though. Like, yeah. I... I say food is fuel just because I I don't want it. We have to be careful with making sure it's not like accounted, like forced thing. Like it should be enjoyed to some degree and viewing it as like benefiting our body Yeah. versus this is bad for me because of this. Like eat it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But having, having a little girl. Having a little girl is stressful with butt. And she sees me. And I read that it's really positive for them to see you working out and see you sure. taking care of yourself. And she's, she's, she's like, mommy, work out. And she'll go and do mm-hmm. it with me and whatever. By the way, I'm just finishing um, Macy's Booty After Baby program. I have one more class left. and she, You're doing BAB too. 
VAB2. That's the more advanced. And I honestly, my whole life have really not hated my legs and butt because they're, they were just thicker to me. And I have some cellulite that I loathe. And my butt and thighs are, my, my legs, like I've never been more confident in my they look lower so butt. Good. Yeah. I'm over here, like, try not to. It's I'm really beaming. been so good for my self-esteem like Yay. doing it yeah like i See, love that's the goal yeah it's to feel it's to feel good and i want to continue to do it because it's making me i'm seeing real changes and i feel like when you have a plan like that mm-hmm. it really keeps you accountable yeah as opposed to just saying like oh i'm gonna work out this day like having a p- pl- program or a plan yeah hel- has helped me a lot well and a trainer that's another thing to fault like you asked me what i would say to a woman that was down about her body. The first thing I would say, you know, like I said, would be to kind of rewrite that narrative about herself. But the second thing would be to find a program, yeah. not just a, a gym, but yeah. an actual program to follow by a trainer that you trust. It yeah. needs to be a trainer that you... And online, you can do it online. Oh, That's yeah, what totally. I'm doing with yeah. yours. But it needs to be somebody that you trust and not somebody that you want to look like. Because I think that's where a lot of women mess up is yeah. they find a trainer and they're like, ooh, her body. That's who I want to look like. Because like, it's genetic. That is not how it like, works. Uh, hard work is hard work and you can yeah. change your body. But certain things are genetics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I'm never going to have your body. You're never going to no. have my body. Morgan's going to ever have your... Like, we can't nobody you can't you shouldn't ever strive to look like another person's yeah. body you just need to strive to look like the body that you want yeah in yours like on yourself um so yeah that's what it's just picking a trainer that you trust because of what her motives are what her you know mindset is what her yeah. what she's preaching and i think not because like of what she looks like my friend asked me the other day my friend megan who's a ther- my best friend who's a therapist she was asking me, what are your emotional blocks with the trying to mm-hmm. get pregnant thing? Yeah. And I I know one of them was having the daunting feeling of having to do it all again, mm-hmm. lose my body and get it back all mm-hmm. over again is so tiring to think yeah. about. How much work it took me to get back to feeling even somewhat human. Yeah. Like you look, you work so hard, but you already kind of look, you look like yourself. This has it been took easier me a for year. me. It's been easier for me the second time though. Yeah. But it, I think it that, literally took me a I mean, in six months I felt confident enough to wear like, you know, some of my clothes. But yeah. it, it it took so long for me to get my body feeling good again. Yeah. That's a scary thing, I think, for all women is having to do yeah. that over and over again. Yeah. Um, I think that a like healthy way to a healthy mindset to have about that though is like I've done it before yeah. I can do, I can it, do again. it again yeah you know instead of like Ugh, I have to go through it. like you've done it before you know that you can't again. yeah whether it takes less time the same time more time you can do it again yeah you know and we've talked about your body when you first see your body after you've had a child yeah. and that's like the scariest sight yeah to, to ever be seen see I think that again though this time second time though I knew like there was something almost like I I like I kind of loved it this time yeah. just because I was like man you've done a lot you've brought two beautiful perfect boys into this world and yeah. you went through two crazy labors yeah that were the most empowering thing you've ever done and I can't help but like look at my I mean it's like weird and it doesn't feel like my body but I'm also so proud of her yeah and just like 
fascinated with what oh the I'm fascinated every do. day I mean, by what women can do it's unbelievable Insane. and our I didn't tell you this our we nanny share all three of us um and Polly's her name she's literally the most perfect oh, angel baby we are obsessed with she's her. a disney princess she's yeah. so we adore her she's amazing but she was over on monday and we were all sitting on the couch he was over here she was in the middle and i was sitting where like on the end breastfeeding wyatt and she just looked over and she goes that's just the coolest thing ever and i was like yeah, it really, like, yeah. it, it really is. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, and it was a really cool moment having a girl who has not been pregnant and hasn't never had a hasn't kid, done yeah. it yet, but loves kids so much. Um, just like look at it with fascination, and be like, yeah, whoa. See, and I always think of it as people looking like, oh, she's breastfeeding. You know, yeah. it's like in public, like people just. But maybe they're not thinking that. I've maybe people are I like, that's not. a bad bitch, like feeding her kid that's I how i look at that's it that's how i look is. at it oh my god you're it is and whether you're breastfeeding or not like feeding your kid period right yeah 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 is a badass thing but it like being is. able to provide from your body to your child is amazing it's insane yeah it's insane well and just all the things like our you know our uterus takes six to eight weeks i think total for it to go back down to its normal size because it I mean, it grows yeah. immensely during pregnancy. Um, and the fact that our bodies know to do that without, like we don't do anything to train our uterus yeah. back into shape. Like our yeah. bodies just know to do that. And that's fascinating. I mean, the whole, it's all, it's all incredible. Yeah. And so I think like second time for me, cause first time looking at myself in the mirror was like, how the hell am I going to figure this out? What am I going to yeah. do? And I did but this time looking at myself, I think knowing that I'd done it before and can do it again, I was more appreciative and not in a rush of like, how do I get rid of yeah. whatever this is? It was just like, this is, this is incredible. Like it's so yeah. incredible what our body, what it just did, what it's about to do for the next, however many months. And yeah. Oh, female bodies. It's I could crazy. like do a little pep talk about the female. Like I just, females are, we're incredible. Yeah. No, we are. And I feel like it's very important for women to remind themselves every day. Like, you are doing a really hard thing. Yes. You are doing every it well. Day. Not everybody can do what you do. Men certainly can't. Uh-uh. And let's just give ourselves a little bit more grace. Yeah. You know, when it comes to our bodies, like, and I'm talking to myself and, oh, yeah. and everybody, like, let's just understand if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely had a child or you're having a child mm-hmm. or you're in, in, interested in this for some fucking reason. <laughs> Thanks for the um, support. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But you did something really hard. You're currently doing something really hard and you're doing it really well. You and, are. And your body is like your medal of honor. It is. Yeah. It's literally like a, a, a what's the word? Um, I was about to say yearbook. It's not the right word. Your body is your yearbook. It's your yearbook. I'm like you're you're like memento. Like yeah, this is the this is what created this. Yeah, do you know what I'm trying to say? It's not. What your is she book. trying to say? Yeah, I don't know. None of us know. I just it, it's a well. It's it's, a, it's a symbol of 
of all of the Maybe beautiful that's what things I'm going that for. you yeah. made, you know. And like without that, yeah, they would not your kids would not be there. And also one more thing before we wrap up, like it is kind of freeing to once you have kids, even though you do care, you definitely care less about oh yeah yeah things like oh my tits sag a little bit yeah or oh my you know like things that you thought that would ruin your life your priorities change when you were younger yeah you're like right it does it really doesn't like, matter yeah because it's like you got kids you did something really fucking hard yeah and you're killing it like all right yeah a couple stretch marks some saggy boobies Bring it. Bring it. Bring it, bitch. Bring it. Because they're doing it the most. Yeah, they're doing the most. Like every single day. Cheers. We're here for you. We're we here to build here you, you up. And in case nobody's told you, well, Mama, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. And your job. body is beautiful. Yes. Cheers to all of the postpartum bodies and loving them the way they are. Yes. Cheers. Rock, rock, rock me, Mama.